Listen, I have an idea. An idea. An idea. Whatever today has given you Five eleven headaches still call it Thanksgiving True Welcome to another edition of the Super Duper Podcast. I'm your host, Rob Briggs, here with the super producer, Ez McMahon. Yes. <laughs> What's going on, Rob? How you doing, man? Good, man. How about yourself? I'm doing very well. Glad to be here. Got me working, working day and night. Always, always. <laughs> We're going to be all right, though. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, thank you for checking out the Super Duper Pod. We do not take your listens lightly. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Super Duper Pod, S-U-P-A-D-U-P-A-P-O-D. Also follow us on HP53Productions.com for our mer her 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 Get you a hoodie, mug, what have you, with your favorite podcast, a.k.a. the SDP. And also Southside DNA. And also make sure you can you can check out additional content such as the Father Good Podcast with Kenny Stevenson and Marshall Givens. And our own Ed McMahon with the Easy Smoke and GM Podcast. You guys record this week? We did not. But we got a lot, of, a lot of thoughts. Yeah. I've talked to them both. To both okay. Smoke and GM. A lot of thoughts on what's going on with the Bears this yeah. week. They, uh, they traded that number one pick. Uh, they got some very good compensation for it. I think most mm-hmm. Bears fans were extremely happy. Yeah, signed some players in free agency. So, uh, so yeah, lots of lots of thoughts. So we'll we'll do that early next week, man. So you know, I listen to Bomani Jones. That's one of my favorite podcasts. I talk, I've said that a few times, and he was talking about like, yeah, man. I remember when I used to care about the uh, NCAA tournament March Madness. Now I just care about the, <laughs> the football and the draft and what have. You. It's like it. The the the, NBA, the uh tournament came. It's like oh it's on. I, you know what I'm saying? You know how it used to be on every TV everywhere. I, I forgot it was on. Bro. I don't know if, if this this college basketball season in this in particular. I think I maybe watched a half of college basketball uh, and, up and until this point. I ain't gonna uh, lie, man. Go ahead, finish your point. Finish your point. Yeah, I, I use I usually you know check in just to see what's going on because I'm I'm working. To, to, to get info for this particular moment when the mm-hmm. tournament starts. I honestly, I filled my bracket out with like an hour to go before, Just, before the tournament started, man. I, yeah, I got Iona winning it all. Didn't care. I will <laughs> wait. I had Arizona going to the, to the, to the championship game and they're out in the first round. So oh, my geez. bracket is done. Yeah. Just on fire, bro. Just, 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 just lit up. Nah, yeah. man, it's like, I was trying to, to your point, right? I keep an eye on this to see who's who, what team should I be following or looking into. And I mean, obviously, you know, Brandon Miller is at the top of the news for reasons other than basketball. Right. So right. it's like, but then he nice. It's like he really, he's literally the best player in college. Uh, but they're making a case. I forgot what I listened to how. The crazy thing is like, you think about Brandon Miller is now, is pretty much the best player in college basketball. It's pretty much understood. And Scoot Henderson Who's associated with Victor Wimbenyama is is considered the number two pick of the draft or was until Brandon Miller started going. And my thing is, you know, Scoot went to the G League Ignite, and I wondered would people start going back to college just to try to get that. You know, wait, is, I didn't explore. realize that. This this tells you how much I know. Miller is is the is the consensus number one right now. 
No, no, no. It's, it's Wimbyama's number one. It's now it's a race for number two. So Wimbyama's oh, number okay. one. But you know, it's like who's going to be? Scoot Henderson was automatically number two. But then ever since Brandon Miller's been playing more, he's been number. He's considered. The See, second I didn't know draft. anything about Miller until the uh, the what, what do we call it? Accusation. Yeah, murder happened. The, yeah, well, which the has nothing happened. to do with with, yeah. with has nothing which has nothing to do with him, other than mm-hmm. the fact that he delivered the gun. Yeah, and what and what I'm guy. hearing is again, all as he allegedly, allegedly, you know, right, to protect, right. protect the SDP. That's what our lawyers told us. But uh, clearly, the thing is, and just just in case whoever doesn't know is listening, there was a woman who was killed in Alabama by a player on the Alabama team. Apparently, this player we're talking about, Brandon Miller, was a star player in Alabama. He drove the gun to the guy, drove the car to the guy. The car had the gun. Yes, the gun was in the car that Brandon Miller drove. The person took the gun out of said car, killed this woman. So, of course, Brandon Miller was brought in. He was not charged. The whole thing is they were like, should he be suspended? He's allowed to play. People were kind of mad at Alabama about it. But I guess now it's coming out that he probably didn't even know the gun was in the car. If they just said, hey, man, right. bring my car, he brings the car, and, and he doesn't know it's a gun in it. Uh, and by the way, it's Alabama. So yeah, people got guns in cars. To yeah. Carry, yeah, to carry firearms. And yeah, yeah. So technically, he probably hasn't, didn't do anything wrong. But it wasn't mm-hmm. until the, but, but I say all that to say, it wasn't until that point that I found out that he was a prospective lottery pick or is yeah. a prospective lottery pick. So, yeah. So, I mean, when was the last time Alabama was great in basketball? Never. You Never. know what I'm saying? That's, that's what, that what was throwing me. I was like, yeah. wait a minute. NCAA tournament? They number one, they, you know, they're the number one overall seed. Crazy. Yeah, crazy, the, last, crazy. the only time I remember somebody coming out of Alabama was uh, Latrell Sprewell is Alabama. For real? Yeah, he's from Alabama. Dang. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, remember Jason Caffey? Yeah. Yeah, he was. He's he was Alabama? Alabama. Yeah. yeah. I, wait, who am I thinking of from Arkansas? That's I'm thinking of somebody else. You're thinking about uh, the guys, uh, Corliss Williamson. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. what I'm thinking yeah. of. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. So yeah, March Madness. Uh, yeah, turning your TV, I guess. Root for Illinois. Did Illinois win? They got no, beat. No, they it. did not. They got. I I, I could tell. Man, Illinois, Illinois, is so trash, man. Yeah, man. Uh, my pastor, he's uh, he from U of I. He gonna be mad on Sunday. Northwestern with a big win today, though. Shout out to shout out Northwestern. Listen, no cats. North Northwestern, man. I went to a Division three uh, school for undergrad. We had dancing monkeys as a part of our band. I shouldn't call them people monkeys. I, I apologize, but it was like. <laughs> It was Ricky Dick. Is the pick, pick, that was the band, right? Yeah. <laughs> Straight up, twelve people for real is misfits. I get to Northwestern, a Big Ten school. They, they, you know, for business school, I get some wins under my belt, man. So it's all good. Shout, yeah, shout yeah. out to the Wildcats. Absolutely. Also, uh, Howard lost today. No, you're happy about that. Well, you know what? No matter, you know, when they, when 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 the HBCUs get to the tournament, man, you know, I. I I, I'm not gonna say I cheered for Howard. But, I'm gonna say, hold on, man. I'll stop, watch, stop, stop, stop watch. Black, But I will say, they had a. I don't know if this is this was a uniform for for the tournament, mm. or if it's just like oh, a, yeah, like a third uniform. They had yeah with the mecca on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't front. You with it? That, huh? that, yeah, yeah. That, that that uniform was fire, man. I, yeah, I can't. Yeah, yeah. I can't I front. Say that. that was no. I was like, okay, I, I see yeah, what they're doing. I, I, they let I, it be hey, known. Good stuff. They let it be known, baby. Good stuff with the Mecca on it. I I can't front on that. Yeah. 
So uh, check out more stuff and uh, everything but March Madness on the Easy Smoke and <laughs> I guarantee we're going to spend a little, very man, little no, time not. No, on no. March Madness. Man, man. stop we, none of us, None of us have been watching college basketball, no, man. Final four. I give y'all I give y'all a sweet 16. I give y'all a sweet 16. <laughs> so y'all don't even waste your breath or your time. We'll see. Talk we'll about see. the bed. Y'all talk about the bears 40 minutes. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. March Madness. March Madness. <laughs> so, as so, man. You know, this week we had to spring forward, and I don't know about you, I was jacked up, man. That oh, that, yeah. that that hour messed me up, dude. And a lot of people I know were messed up. Like I woke up late to pick up the kids. I woke up late another morning to get them. I was just out of it. You know what I'm saying? Their mom telling me how like they they running late. It was just a bad couple of days, bro. Was it tough for you? Very. My problem is all my clocks didn't 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 turn back or turn yeah. turn forward. Mm-hmm. So like my car is it's the wrong time now. It's an hour it's an hour behind, and I don't want to change it because I know it's going to change itself at some point. I guess at the old daylight savings point because I think they pushed it. Uh, they pushed it forward. They did uh, the date. Yeah, in the last you know my car is a twenty fifteen. So okay. You know, since then I think um it's Brother, earlier. I think it starts earlier. Bro, just go ahead and manually change your clock before you be shown the places like two hours earlier. <laughs> but man. I looked like, what are you doing? I what like I I, I got in the car one day, I was like, man, it's thinking it was two thirty. I said, It's one thirty. So I'm gonna go back to sleep. Oh, man, what am I doing? I was like, oh, wait. Yeah, it is 2.30. I'm tripping. See, see, again, past Rob takes care of future Rob. Out Saturday, like, afternoon, I just changed all the manual clocks, you know, alarm clock, clock on the, uh, you know, and I ain't rich like y'all. All, y'all got some smart appliances. Change the clock on the stove, on the microwave. Wait, the, the stove and microwave remain wrong for the entire <laughs> The entire uh uh what is what standard time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What we call it? Yeah. Just, just so stay that right, way. That's right now, actually. Mm-hmm. The 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 uh <laughs> microwave and stove. So so yeah. At so some point it's gonna be that, right again. Remind me never look at your stove to be like, what time is it? Where's extra <laughs> stove? Oh so, but the word by the way, one more thing. Yeah, the yeah, worst yeah. practical joke ever played on me. I was in college. Mm. And and this was before you know clocks set themselves, so I turned the clock forward, right, knowing that this was gonna come. One of my buddies turned my clock back, <laughs> so I got up for class on Monday morning. I get to the class right, the class I go to every Monday morning at right, at, right, at right. ten a.m. Right. right, right, right. I start seeing people walking in and I don't know none of these people. I'm like, what the <laughs> I look and I didn't set my watch, you know. But well, you look. just think, yeah, yeah. Man, I was I was an hour early for 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 this class, man. Messed me up, man. Yeah, so yeah, that's, that's an that's, awful practical joke. Reggie crazy. Brown, shout out to shout out to Reg. So according to Forbes, man, the average American loses 40 minutes of sleep after this spring forward. I believe that. This one-hour shift disrupts our body's natural rhythm by changing the amount of light we are usually exposed to. So now, they did some studies against according to Forbes. In the days following the spring forward, their fatal car crashes spike, as do emergency visits to the hospital, heart attacks, strokes, and missed medical appointments. Hmm. Because, I mean, I mean, truly, 
Spring what's, forward is always the worst, man. What's the what's the uh, the heart attack? Why why is that? You think? Well, well, it's probably. I mean, again, maybe just the stress of trying to keep up with this day or your body change. I don't know. I mean, I'm assuming that's already. It's all you're already susceptible to some things. This just exacerbates the issue. Okay. Like, uh, so when D and I, shout out, she's the boss. It always would spring forward when we went back to school. Remember, now we were going to school an hour, out we were out east, so it was an hour right. ahead. So we were losing two hours. It was jumping up two hours, man, and we would just be dead the first week. Just like I would never forget it. Just zombies. Like what is happening to us this week, man? Um, but also, same article. Evidence also links the switch to daylight savings time or the spring forward to an uptick in workplace injuries and of deaths by suicide. I was like, why are we doing this thing? Mm. It's like, if all this is happening. I thought the point of it was so that we got more daylight so that we would, you know. Get people going. We, but you know, yeah. it's, it's, it's a shock to the body. I mean, it it really it is shocking. It It is. It is. I mean, I don't know about all this. This this was aggressive. You know what I'm saying? This is, again, Forbes article. Um, this is a long-term research. Now, this is long-term research suggests that twice yearly clock change exacerbates existing health problems notably mood disorders and increase of risk conditions risk conditions like obesity, diabetes, high blood pressure and depression. So the reason we change the clocks as we get into is is to make a better use of daylight and save energy. Right. As it's been part of the federal law for decades. Now check this out. Did you know states states can opt out of this? Yeah, uh, Arizona is one that I think Arizona's and, one that doesn't do it. And Hawaii is the other. Okay. Now, the current March and November spring forward fall back uh, in the U.S. began in 2007. That's from CNN. I'm trying to think. I was around 2007. I don't remember this. I don't. I just I feel like I've always known this my entire life. Well, I think there were some states that adopted it early on. Mm -hmm. And I think that's when it became uh, federal. The federal law. Yeah. So. Um, Even though Arizona and Hawaii, Hawaii opted out. Yeah. So the uh, daylight savings time has its roots in train schedules, but was put into practice in Europe and the U.S. to save fuel and power during World War One. So this became permanent. This the whole daylight savings time became permanent during World World War Two to conserve fuel. Signed okay. into law January 1974, but the Florida, <laughs> I don't know why I laughed. Lord forgive me, but the Florida governor called for it to be repealed after eight school children were hit by cars in the dark. He's like, wait a minute. This ain't working. This ain't working, dog. That's not dog. funny. That's not funny. See, why you laugh? That's Jesus not... looking at us like, like, for real, guys. That's not for funny. real, guys. Um, huh. So, so check this out. In March 22, last year, Senate passed legislation to make uh, daylight savings time permanent and avoid the clock switching yes i i that that's what it should be yeah just i mean just keep it a certain time just because, keep it yeah because at this point it, saving fuel it, you know that was a wartime thing you know we do so many things just kind of keeping it uh just because we've been doing it for so long it's not like is this still really working you know yeah just keep it just keep it where it is we're, we're good right now i mean and i mean we read a lot of bad stuff that's happening it's like let's get rid of this uh <laughs> I mean, you know, let March be so bad. Jeez, man. I thought also. I thought also daylight saving times had to do with uh, with farming and uh, having more time to to pick 
or to to at the at this point plant your crops you know for farmers mm-hmm. to you know have more time to plant crops during the during the daytime hours so this was this is okay if i sound stupid again my williams college degree is real and so is my kellogg degree like i was like do we really does this is this really necessary because in the summer you know how sometimes it could be like light up at eight o'clock at night right like 8 yeah. p.m and i'm like do we have to push an hour forward to does it have to be light at eight o'clock at night? You know what I'm I don't I don't mind that, man. I, mean, I don't mind it, but I'm but yes, I'm just I'm just saying if it's 7 30 <laughs> and the sun starts going down, you're not upset. So I'm like, now we just wasting stuff. You know what I mean? We just out here now just because that just keeps that keeps the day party going, man. Stop, That's stop, all. They might stop some of this crime, man. Hey man. These clocks the same. This is this is crazy. Cause that's not ain't nothing like fall back though. Like fall, fall back, back is awesome. It's is the best, man. You yeah, know, it's just you like get that extra. Oh man, yo, what if we just kept falling back? It's like, man, it's a two thousand three. Just pussy. Yeah, I, I like I like fall back. Yeah. If hey, listen, when you especially when you out, it's like, yo, it's two o'clock again. You got an extra hour of sleep. Yeah. Ooh, you can't be fall back, bro. But that's not a problem cool. with that, man. It's gonna get to a point where eight o'clock in the morning is gonna be eight o'clock at night. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, if you keep falling it's back, be, Ooh, yeah, you know what time keep, it is. Yeah, we can't keep falling back. No, bro. But it's a, I mean, it's a it's a it's a good idea though. It's like Biden's like, guys, every month this year, we're gonna fall back in that way. <laughs> We eat dinner, breakfast time. We all mess oh, up. The kids be going nuts, man. How about we freeze time? Explain. Just just freeze it for an hour. Okay. You yeah. got you got like a whole tip explanation for this because when we freeze time, brother, it's how we make that that the man knows who you really are. Well, we the man don't need to know all that, man. We just so freeze it. Funny, it just so- stays. It stays one a.m. for for an hour. I heard this whole since we're talking about time. I heard this whole tip. Uh, this guy, you know, on Instagram, I'm back on my Instagram. I'm trying to kick it again. Dog. I got, I got a problem. Y'all pray for me. <laughs> he was like, "See, I don't even know why we celebrate." This is exactly what he said. I don't know why we celebrate New Year's in the winter because that is <laughs> the Roman man added three months on the calendar. Follow me, people. So I'm like, okay. He's like, we know naturally that Octo means eight. And the way they and way they, that means nine. Why is October the tenth month? He looks in the camera. I was like, okay, tell me more. He's like, they added January, and February. It's even not our real calendar. The beginning of the year is March when you plant seeds in the ground and things grow. That's the beginning of the year. And then I was like, not wrong. He's like, think about ten, dec, de, you know, decathlete, you know, da da da, December, the way they, November, uh, October. Octo, it would be the eighth month if you take off uh January, February. Open your mind, brother. I was like, oh, man. Uh, uh, okay, all right. I was like, wait a minute. That's a brother who don't spring forward. You understand me? <laughs> that, uh, okay. That brother don't spring forward. You understand? The Wow. Hey, hey, I ain't gonna lie to you. Mess me up for a minute. I was like, He's like, see, then the oct- octo would be eight. September would be actually the seventh month. Yeah. I know, right? I know, right? It was wild. That's wild. Well, I'll still be in January. I'm a sh- you know, we sheep on the SDB. <laughs> we sheep, guys. We sheep. We sheep. Shout out. Shout out. Shout out. Oh. We sheep. 
So, yeah. as man, I, I, I saw Creed 3 on Sunday, man. I was, but I haven't seen it man. yet. Yo, so, you know, they, they do the uh, the Southside Irish Parades by the crib. Yeah, you had to get out of there. Got to get out. Man, I, dude, I, I just stayed away from Yo, you're a block doing, away from that, man. Dude, I was ass. I don't even want to get into it. I, I has, had to test people off by being in my yard. But uh, I Wait, was out. But nobody, out. nobody say nothing about that, though. Hmm. Hmm. Let's, let's, have, let's have a Juneteenth parade on Ashland. <laughs> See what happened. <laughs> See what happened. Dog, the Blood Billiken parade like a block long, ain't it? Nah, they just going. Nah, around man, they don't man. Is there a Blood Billiken parade anymore, Jeez, man? bro. But this, you know, they cut know. all that off, man. Man, but you know, I, I digress. So I saw Creed three. Movie's fantastic. I, I will say this: watching Jonathan Majors and uh, Michael B. Jordan. You know, hey, listen, they look. Look fantastic! It make you want to throw away all the candy in your house. You know what I'm saying? Like you never like want to eat sugar. They again. just straight, just straight cut. They, they, they just straight cut. It's like, right. bro, what about these nachos? Do I need these? You slapping nope. nachos at your own hand, bro? No, nope. I mean, and and I got and it was again, it was a great movie. Michael B. Jordan's directorial debut. I mean, it's really like you know the shots are great, the fights are great, the fight scenes are great. I mean, the acting was really good, and Jonathan Majors was a great. And oh, he's he's outstanding, man. Man, bro, he killing, man. You yeah. know, he he is killing. Uh, and, and listen, as far as franchises go, Rocky and Mission Impossible are to me the top two. I will get some pushback. I'm prison mm. of the moment. I don't care. But I mean, what else is there? What what other franchises are there? What Indiana Jones, Star Wars, obviously. Indiana Jones, Star Wars. Uh, Marvel now. does Marvel as a lethal weapon? Well, no, we well, see Marvel doesn't count. That's a whole like universe of sorts. You know what I'm saying? It's not like this. It's not like it's. So I would say like those Captain America movies are franchise within Marvel, right? Like those movies. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So like Indiana Jones, like lethal. You weapon. just brought up one. You just brought up one. Lethal weapon. That's that's yeah. pretty good. Lethal weapon. I know uh, PT PT. I know you got one, man. I know you listening, man. So lethal weapon. Uh, but still, the Rocky franchise for the way they kind of switched over into this was pretty cool. Uh, oh, they, Mon- they, they did ahead. well even starting because remember the Rocky was done at Rocky Five. Yeah, right. Yeah, and then he came back and did he did Rocky Balboa, and then uh, then the Creed, and, and it's still amazing like the story they wove. Yeah, naturally out of Rocky into this whole new world. Yeah, um, and I, the montage is like, again, it's just like you know what? What am I doing? Let me just go run somewhere, just start punching a tree. Uh, you know what I mean? Just, <laughs> just run about park really fast and just you know, just, you just want to do it, man. But go I listen, and, going to the forest, chop down some trees. And, yeah, I'm, try, I'm trying to figure out what steps I can run start up. To like start when, to start to bench press the, tr- the, yeah, the tree trunks. I, I might run up to my parents' steps and just start jumping on the stairs like I'm like I'm Rocky. <laughs> and she, my mom, was like, get on my porch, get in the house. Uh, <laughs> but I listened to this podcast, the Town Podcast. It's about like Hollywood, the industry, and the, and the uh, one of the guests was a guy named Phil Sun. Do you know who? Do you know who this person is? Phil Sun. Never met him. Asian guy. Uh, Michael B. Jordan's manager. Okay, I mean, he's the founder of M88, which is an agency that focuses on uh, talent that are stories of people and people of color and women. And so, obviously, Michael B. Jordan is one of his biggest clients. And he talked about how, like, you know, they were strategically trying to make 
Michael a bona fide star and an authentic star, right? Not like make him uh, do cookie cutter stuff, but like really build stuff that was spoke to his audience and his audience says like they were talking about the breakup, the racial breakup of Creed, and it was like twenty percent white, twenty percent something you know Hispanic, thirty percent black, right? Not like eighty percent this and you know it was like right, really right. everybody went to see this movie, man. On top of the audience that he wanted to go see. And uh and, he, and they talked about it, they were touching on, I don't know if you heard about this as this is also in variety, that Amazon is going to build a Creed TV and film universe. So like some of the hmm. characters are going to expand. And I was like, wow, that's a stretch. But the thing is so Creed is an MGM movie, and yeah. Amazon acquired MGM. So that kind of makes the transaction a little easier. They're like, well, what do we buy here? You know I didn't know that. I didn't either. That's how I read the article. Crazy, right? Oh, okay. But you figured with them doing that, Amazon is about to start making just more movies. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's they, got, the, they got a platform. To me, that's the dark horse. You know, we talk about uh they have I think they have they the got best they, plat they have the best platform just based on the fact that you can do so much with Amazon. You you what, get you get right. free two day delivery. On 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 items and discounts and oh yeah by the way we got a streaming service for you too but but that's the key is that you just you said it perfectly because with Netflix like I'm paying literally for this one thing here yeah. with Amazon it's like I'm actually paying for all the stuff that I'm going to pay for like yeah. whatever y'all yeah. say it is yeah. here's the money and like you say oh by the way got the streaming services and music's you know right. depending right. on how you know how you tie it together uh, but I thought that was dope. That you know, and I hope they don't overdo it, you know, oversaturate it. But I mean, I'm sure you know they can go so many ways. But I think the key, what I liked about the original Rockies is, you know, these are the people you saw in the movie, and that's that. But you know, stories to tell. That's kind of what Phil Sun was talking about. He and Michael want to do uh, with the company and their businesses. But I've I will only, say this. Go ahead. I've only got one question, and I don't want you to answer it because I don't want to spoil anything. I just, I just, I got to go see it to find out where's Rocky. Okay. I won't say a word. It. Don't say a word. I won't say a word, man. Right. That's a great movie, man. But right. I will say this. Uh, people are coughing in theater, man. Uh, take is, that, is, is that frowned upon now? I mean, you know, it was, it's a popular movie. There's a lot of people in there. Yeah, it's a, it's a little too much coughing for me. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I, I'm, I'm that guy. I, I'm, I'm, I'm that guy, bro. I was like, I hear you. Yeah, I, I have realized is I'm officially a matinee guy. I'm officially a... Uh, Two weeks after the release, guy, like I'm a, I'm a, you know, what I'm saying like, y'all can go check it out. It's great. And then when ain't nobody in the theater, you know, what I'm saying I'm gonna sit right in the middle of it, bro, because uh, I don't want people around me. There was there was a family, there was a, a some older people there, and it was a woman there who was extremely significantly older, probably like in her late 80s or something. And she got a rich, she had a real bad cough, like like is coughing hard. And I was just like, uh, should she be here? <laughs> I know y'all want to see the movie. It's gonna be on Amazon. Clearly, it's gonna be on Amazon soon. You know what I mean? Like, it's gonna be on Amazon Prime soon. It was purchased by them. Uh y'all just had to, y'all just had to had to drag uh Big Mama to to the movie, y'all. Nobody can sit with at home because it was like what? every every so minute she coughed. It was like long coughs. Like I'm like, hey, hey, 
hey, I don't playing, remember this. Playing devil's reasons. advocate, maybe it wasn't a a uh, a germy cough. Maybe it was, you know, just no. A, I won't worry. I won't worry about germs. That's what about I'm her a, health. Her I'm an old lady. I'm an old lady cough. You know, and she just coughs just because she coughs. Yeah, man. Now you make me feel bad. But uh, <laughs> but but. <laughs> <laughs> no, I hear but, you though, man. Yeah, I was like, I'll take, I'll take I take. I found myself. Yo. I don't want to. I don't want to be. Uh, uh, I don't want to be that guy myself. So like, I had, I had uh, a little bit of a of a of a runny nose. Mm. So I would go outside to if I needed to blow my nose just to so nobody just to would keep see it, just it. to keep it cool. Yeah, but again, yeah. that's why again I'm a two weeks after the release guy now. Is I, I'm just I'm just. <laughs> I mean, Marvel's probably the only one I'm gonna see on time, but I'm gonna still try to figure out like a Monday night. I don't, you know what I'm saying? The off of off nights, because you don't go on a Tuesday, folks, because it's half off. Hey, that oh, was a, it's nothing better, man. I tell you what, I, there was a time when I was my off days were the worst off days you can have, mm-hmm. Tuesday and Wednesday. And you know, I would you know Tuesday Tuesday mornings or Tuesday afternoons catch all the movies. I go catch a movie, man. It'll be Half me and, and two other cats. They coughing with different. No, no coughing, man. And everybody, wait, 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 wait. One guy was on one side of the theater, one was on the other, and I was in the middle. And that's you know, and man, I saw I saw a bunch of movies like that, man. That was that was a good a good viewing experience. Dog, it's nothing worse than when you go, you know, you because now of course you got to pick out your seats. Uh, and now, and it's nothing worse than when you 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 pick your seats and you're like, all right, nobody's gonna be near me. And then you know, you sit down, you see all these seats open, and, and it's somebody right next, next to you. You're not, yeah. like, I know you saw my seat. It said unavailable. <laughs> I know it said unavailable because I'm here. Okay, one of us saw this, oh, and I man. think it was you. Dag. Uh, but on a serious note, man. I want to talk about something else that is uh, near and dear to me. You know, we I talk very openly about the children and their diag their uh, autism diagnosis. And you know, again, just for people who have never listened to the pod, again, I have triplets uh, diagnosed with autism, and all of them are on various parts of the spectrum. Um, and so, autism is difficulties with social interaction and communication. You know, restricted by repetitive patterns, thought or behavior. Again, they just process the world differently than neurotypical people, that quote-unquote normal people, right? So each kid has their own kind of challenges. Brooklyn, of course, is more on the spectrum. She is limited verbally, has more, more difficult time processing things, needs more help than her brothers. Uh, you know, Chase is very, very high-functioning. In some cases, I don't even think he he may be misdiagnosed, maybe something else, but he lives with autistic people, being, has their traits. That's the stuff we're working on. Uh, but, you know, I was thinking about how, you know, talked about their 11th birthday just passed. And, of course, they're getting bigger. Like, you know, they're getting taller, eight and a wet size, seven and a half shoe, bro. I got a, I was going to get them some Jordan. So they said seven and a half. You got the weight, shorty. Jordan's going to cost. You wait, got, they they cost the same as mine. My they 15s. cost the same as mine, my G. Yeah. You know, hey, I didn't get mine until I was 40, bro. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you going to wait, wait. Yeah, Brooklyn's a size eight, fam. It's like, yeah. But um, I thought about just they're getting bigger right in front of my eyes. And guess when we talk about autism, it's like they are autistic children. They have children with autism, but you know what? When they become adults with autism, like what does that? What does that mean? 
And the CDC, according to CDC, 5.4 million adults in the U.S. have autism. The Autism Foundation of Oklahoma said that 85% of autistic people are unemployed. So, you know, that that's a worry for me because it's like, I want my children, especially the boys, that I feel like they can be independent. And then what causes, you know, what causes this 85% of autistic people in the U.S. are unemployed? You know, now, again, talked about the spectrum. It's, it's you know, autism can show up in a various number of ways. And my children are just a very small example. So I can see how it's difficult for an organization to support people with autism because it can come in so many different forms. You know, you, you know, I do I need, is it, is it a sensory overload thing? You know, is it just you, you have to work it in a very meticulous way? Um, but they talked about embracing autism in the workplace. This article I read, it just talked about how people respond to autism, like the other employees, um, just what that means. Um, you know, when people would talk about, when I talk about autism before, people would act like autism was a disease. Like I said, my kids are autism. They go, oh my God. They go, hey man, I didn't tell you they have like a dying rash. They got, they got autism, bro. Right, just, we right. got, we got to talk about things differently. Uh, but you have to think about that. Uh, Sparity.com talked about some tips about embracing autism in the workplace. First thing is like focus on can, not can't. You know, a lot of it is like you, you, you can see a person who is uh, neurodiverse. And again, these, these, they call them like invisible things because you can't really, you know, you see a disabled person, you know, you need help walking, you know, you need help moving. But with this stuff, it's like, I don't know, I can't see the issue. Uh, but you have to focus on what they can do. Consider essential functions. Like when you have a job to offer a person, anybody, like consider what's actually essential to this job. You know, you might say, for a, a person who is typical, like they have, do they have to do these certain things or can a person who's autistic can handle these core functions? Can they handle those core functions? Uh, be open to reasonable accommodation, right? That, so that doesn't mean turn your business upside down, but it's like, what's the things that you can accommodate for a person? For example, Aiden has to have, it, it helps Aiden if he has, if he knows exactly how the day is going to go, right? If you say, we're going to do this. You know, we're going to wake up, eat breakfast, get dressed, going to see grandma and grandpa. Then we're going skating. Then we're doing that. We And he's got it. I'm cool. Like as an adult, you know, what would, what may help is, all right, this is what we're working on today. Let's, let's take, you take your job. We're producing this right here. Got this shot. Got this. Got that. Now, of course, we all know things change. Right. And, and, and so like my job as a parent is to help them see Things change how you recover, but overall, if there's a way we can manage this day and give them a picture of the day, that's an accommodation that can be made. Like wearing headphones in the office. And I think that's actually accepted now. Where, you know, because people just listen to podcasts and music and, you know, we on Zoom calls all day. So that's what it is. Another one, permitting them to take lunch at the same exact time every day. Because again, for a person with autism, routines are very helpful. Right. So if they know they go lunch twelve fifteen, then they walk this way. This person will be here. I, you know, that that's how they manage their day. Um, talked about promoting kindness, just creating a culture of respect because people with autism can be easy targets for bullying. Right? You can, you know, uh, easy to leave them out of social situations because of awkwardness that's why i try to expose my children to skating and movies everything because i want them to know how to respond to social situations like they, it won't be the first time that they're seeing it 
It's not easy, but it's still, but I think, but we just know the world is going to be different. Uh, make compliance a priority. Like, no, from a company standpoint, like, know what the rules are, what you are to do, and what you are not to do. There was a woman in the Harvard Business Review. Uh, her name is Ludmilla Praslova. She's a doctor and professor of graduate programs at Vanguard University in California. And she's been recently diagnosed with autism. And she talked a lot about uh, discrimination in the workplace. She even mentioned how, like, you know, people call her and they say they don't want to, they want they want to say they have autism, how somebody at her office um, threatened to play loud music if she didn't comply with her request. How crazy is that? It's like, <laughs> That's a threat, it's like you'll do this on place NWA, really loud up in your <laughs> ear. Like, geez, man. Wait, that's a, a timeout. That's interesting. She, she said she was just recently diagnosed. Yeah. So as as an adult. Mm-hmm. Wow. So it's like, you know, she's living, she's lived this life of like, you know, and she was saying a lot of her life is she tried to just work harder. Oh, she knew something was going she on. She knew something was, yeah, yeah. But, but like she, you know, instead of, instead of being like, hey, man, this noise is loud. She just like would grin and bear it and then like go home and be upset, but try to overcompensate or just consider herself weird right and not feel inclusive so uh you know I talked about this before with some other people and one woman made a comment just about like you know hey it, it sucks that people with you know autism and you know other other neurodiverse kind of issues have to hide you know what's going on because in some instances right people don't want to disclose that they have autism because they don't want to get treated a different way, right? right? Like how, you know, my name is Robert Griggs. You don't know I'm black till you see me. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but it's like, you know, so we that all happens, but she was she made the comment, you know, people just, just disclose what they want to disclose. But I told her, I was like, listen, that's a very good point, and that is true. But I think also autistic people, and that's usually from my children, they just kind of want to be included for who they are. They know they're different. They know things are different for them. But they don't want to be treated differently. They want to be one of the one of the regular quote unquote people that are there, right? So it's it's a tricky day because you want to give them the room. Just they want to have the equal uh, footing of just starting and being friends with everyone like everyone else is, right? But also, do you might need this accommodation to be here? And uh, you know, we talk about when we talk about differences with people. Now, obviously, we talk about race. We talk about religion. We talk about uh, sexual orientation. But you know, my life is like disabilities, you know what I'm saying? Right. And that's and that's that's and I, and I'm seeing it for myself, just like how this is something to be concerned about. Never considered it, bro. Like, never considered it until I was like, wait, they're gonna be 16 soon. They're gonna need a and it's like, so a lot of it is what how can we prepare them now, right? To to be prepared for the future and then when they get there how can they advocate for themselves and so you know do they say they have autism do they not just see how it goes you know what i'm saying like you know it's just that's something we'll have to work out the closer we get to it man so so i'm gonna so are things getting a little easier uh in that aspect now as 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 time goes on because i know there was a time when i'm sure we were coming up where you know, it wasn't necessarily autism wasn't necessarily embraced. Sure. You know, um, well, and, and, and I wouldn't even say well, embrace. Yes, but I think people just didn't even know what it was. It was right, like, right. Why are you being weird? Like, you know, learn this stuff. Why can't you get? You know, why can't you do this stuff? Right. Get it together. 
And I think uh, what so that's changed number one, where it's like people just can put a name to it, and instead of and instead of casting someone off, it's like, well, how can we help you, right? Instead of calling them stupid, like, wait, wait, maybe you need extra support. And so I think you know, teachers and even the kids are just more open to what autism is, and that they're and not just autism; they're just kids who have different needs and they need little assistance then nothing's wrong with them it's not their right. fault they just need some help so i think people just have a, a a more a heart for it now than they did before and also a, a point they made in the article is like they used to be an artistic person like yeah give them a computer and just let them type away all day but it's like no they like they like art they like music you know they are open to anything so it's not just this one thing that they are should be put in the hole and you do this uh this repetitive work all day because that's what your disorder is you know what i'm saying it's like just giving them a chance to really learn again i can see with my children when you know challenging them is difficult and it's hard right like taking agents you know i talk to you guys about soccer and skating this stuff ain't easy when we in there the first time it's like i'm crazy i should this i'm nuts but then you know after a month, they zipping through the skating rink or like Aiden's playing soccer, right? Even like when we're doing their math homework, I have to show it, teach Aiden a little differently. Chase is very good at math. He can get it, but you know, Chase got other stuff he's trying to deal with and manage. So, you know, I, so from my standpoint, I have to do all I can so they can advocate for themselves as adults. And maybe it is a key to walk into and say, hey, listen, you know, they don't have to say they got autism. They say, hey, listen, this, I learn better this way. I work best this way. Can we make this happen at this job? You know what right. I'm saying? Uh, and and I think that's that's really what it gets down to. Can we get to a place where we can say, hey, you know, thank you for considering me for this position. These are some things that some accommodations need to make. I think we all say that, right? Some people, some of our accommodations are, hey, I need to work from home or I need extra vacation days. You know, it's, it's we all have accommodations, but it's like these accommodations are looked down upon as if you can't do the job. Um, so that that's kind of that's the real discrimination of it all. Like, why are you going to stop me from doing this just because I told you this thing about me? So, well, as before we get out of here, we got one last thing to talk about. We're just trying to do a, we're doing a feature every week since it is Women's History Month, and it is Hey Auntie. This is dedicated to Angela Bassett. So on the Oscars, this really is March Madness, all kind of stuff. Oh, we didn't even talk about the, the bank, the SVB bank to close. Oh, yeah. Guys, when you get a chance, listen, listen to Planet Money Podcast and the Plain English Podcast. You'll get caught up pretty much. Uh, these, these tech banks went under. A bank run happened. People got scared, took their money out the bank, and the bank was like, no, we don't have your money. Sorry. I, I got one of my uh, one of my coworkers. Oh, wow. Um, his wife's company, the word the company she works for, yeah, all their money was in uh Stop. Silicon Bank, yeah, yeah. Now, luckily, I think the government is going to uh, restore everybody's restore money, restore everybody, yeah. So, so they're they're going to be compensated in full, but yeah, that, that's crazy. Man. And it's only because, and it's the thing is, the bank wasn't even doing bad. Just they thought they was doing bad. Everybody took their yeah, money out. Yeah. Yeah, that's what's correct. It's like, bro, if everybody would have stopped, they'd be cool. But I will say this again, guys. Shit, you know, we don't have time to talk about today. I will say this: if somebody offers you a business opportunity, say, listen, if everything goes right, we'll be cool. Leave. 
take your money wrong because nothing ever goes right. <laughs> everything actually goes wrong, right? Is oh, am I lying? Man. So if they tell you if everything hit right, we gonna be cool. Take your money back, leave, man. Hey, I, I I asked my wife. So if our banks close, you know, are we are we gonna be okay? And uh, she reiterated that we're not millionaires, so yeah, we think we'll be okay. <laughs> You get that that, that uh, FDIC limit, y'all straight? Yeah, I think we're all right. Yeah. Completely sure. Yeah. I've been sure a few times, brother. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Jeez, I'm so on the threshold. They get W, boy. Ah. Y'all pray for my finances. So uh, back to the <laughs> women's history feature. Uh, dedicated to Angela Bassett. So the Oscars last week, everything, everywhere, all at once, pretty much swept the awards as we is. And uh, I I no. gotta see it, man. I gotta see it. You know, again, it is a good movie. I thought it's a very interesting movie. It's a different movie, and I think the woman who won Best Actress actually deserved the award because I mean, when you see the movie, it's a lot going on, man. And she's playing different versions of herself. It's why wow, it's very multiversal. Um, and, my, and my man from uh, from Indiana uh, Jones, Goonies and Indiana Jones won, yeah. won Best Supporting Actor. Yeah, hey man, yeah. they swept it. Uh, Which is the problem a bit because although Jamie Lee Curtis it was it was a different role for her, uh there's no way she was better than Angela Bassett was in Wakanda Forever. Uh, and I'm not saying it just because I'm black, because that would be racist. But I think black uh, you like Marvel movies. I, I like Marvel I movies. Right. I mean, I got I got a strike against me. Is that know. it? Yeah, eh, I don't know. Eh, well, come what you will. But um <laughs> it was a great movie. But Angela Bassett literally carried Wakanda Forever. Right. I mean, from the time she had the screen until spoiler alert, she dies. If you haven't seen it already, I'm You're kidding. Sorry, guys. <laughs> but I want to give Miss Bassett her flowers. You know, Michael B. George. We talk about him a lot today. Come on, show dog. Michael B. George, Jonathan Majors gave her her her, uh, her black flowers. You know, black people speak the unspoken on stage. It's called a hey auntie. Have you, you see that is? I heard about it. I yeah, so essentially the after the I guess after she didn't win. Michael B. George walked out with, hey, auntie, and, and Jonathan Major went, we love you. And they, and they, they did their thing. There wasn't no big demonstrative thing, but like everybody knew what that meant, right? It's like, you know, he called her, hey, auntie, in the original Black Panther movie. Right, right. And so I was like, you know, she got it. We wish you. We we, we see it. We understand. But let's give Miss Bassett the flowers. So so first off is, she's 64. Is she? Is. Is. Well, I guess that, I, yeah. Is. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you, you hear me, fam? I hear you. Hey, man. Courtney B. Vance might not be here. Courtney B. here. <laughs> Eli, shut up, man. I just take his blue chew. Uh, <laughs> he like, hey, dog. Hey, dog. Hey, dog. <sighs> In my business, dog. Shout out the blue chew. Shout out the blue chew. So, hey, hey, eugenics. <laughs> Frank Thomas going to take your woman. And she'll like it too. And she'll like it too. Like, damn, Frank, you gonna come with my woman in front of my face? <laughs> Shot of blue cheese. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I gotta get, I gotta get through this. I gotta wow. get, get through this. Get through it, man. So she has a BA and an MFA from Yale, bro. Can you believe this? I did not know that. I didn't know that either. And she wow. for real. So, Notable films and movies, and I'm not doing them all. Like, as when I went through the wiki, she pretty much had movies from 1988 to now. Like, it's a movie that's coming out in 2023 that she's working on. So, notable movies. 
Boys in the Hood, mm-hmm. Malcolm X, mm-hmm. What's Love Got to Do With It, yep. Panther, mm-hmm. Black Panther, Vampire in Brooklyn, Waiting to Exhale, How Stella Got a Groove Back, Aquila and the Bee, Meet the Browns, Jumping the Broom, Chirac, Black Panther. She was in Meet the Browns? Yeah, I think she was the lead mo- woman. The school, you know, Tyler Perry's movies always have a scorned woman. Shout out to Westside. Okay. They always got a they always got a scorned scorned right. woman. I didn't know that. All right. You know, you know, she was she was a scorned woman in that one. Okay. Uh Mission Impossible, Fallout, Avengers, Endgame, Wakanda Forever. And now, so check this out. So she for awards, she was nominated for two Oscars. What's love got to do with it? Best asterisk, and she lost. Actress, come on, Rob. And of course, this year she lost as well. Now, here's the thing: she won all these other industry awards. Well, not all of them, but most of them. So she won the Golden Globe, Golden Globes, right? Some other Hollywood Critics Awards, the, the... Critics Movie Choice Awards. So I think she thought I might win this thing. So that's I think because I don't think because I was surprised she was so disappointed. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like you know she's been in the movie been so so but you long. Know what? You you're allowed though. To be disappointed, very true. Yeah, I mean, maybe you think you're, you're up winning. for the you're up for the for the top prize. It's probably the arguably the best trophy out there, right? Yeah, you got an Oscar that that that's saying something. You're allowed to show a little bit of disappointment. It's not saying that she thought that you know Jamie Lee Curtis shouldn't have got it, or maybe mm. well, maybe she just thought that she. Should have won. You're allowed to have some disappointment. Come on, I, now. I agree. And but I mean, I again, I think she won all the industry awards. She figured I got a shot. Yeah, didn't win it. So like I said, she won the Golden Gloves for What's Love and Wakanda Forever. Uh, now she was in Black Panther that won a, a I'm about to say Grammy, an Oscar for Outstanding Performance by a Cast. But check this out, is brother is we mad at the people behind the Oscars? Can you believe Angela Basket? Basket. Bassett, Angela Bassett man. never won a BET award. They they do movies. Yeah, man. Oh shit, I didn't know. I mean, I'm, I'm a bad. You ain't watching that stuff. I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't but, watch BET. But she, yeah, I ain't watch BET award. <laughs> but and maybe she don't watch it either. She like, listen. She probably said, hey, 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 don't don't give me no awards. I ain't coming. Oh man, shout uh-huh. out to BET, man. No, yeah, shout no, out, shout no, out to, no BET. to BET. Shout out to and, and uh, what's what's my man? Tyler Perry. Uh, Tyler Perry. BET. That's right. Byron yeah, Allen. Yeah. Shout out, hey man, you want to come to STP? We'll take all that out. Absolutely. Absolutely. We'll rip it all out the out, out the episode. Ain't Absolutely. nothing but a thing. Well, wait, it's not it's not just them. They they don't run it right now. Oh, so yeah, so we gonna leave it in. But yeah, once you once you buy, you start running it. We all in, man. We all in, baby. I watch your shows on BET. Once, and once you get you that podcast network, holler at HP53. We were running for you. <laughs> uh, but now she, now you know who love her, though. The NCAA in Rob. NAACP. Thank you, Ezra. It's yeah. late, brother. It's late. 16. She won't be playing in March. <laughs> we missed all kind of stuff. She playing in NCAA now. Look at that. Oh, Since I can't win an Oscar, might as well win me a championship. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but I will say she exemplifies excellence, elegance, power, and femininity. So absolutely from the SDP, Miss Angela Bassett, shout out to Blue Chew. You, we want to honor you this week salute. on the SDP. Salute you as our women's history features. So 
Ez, I missed anything today, man? No, you know, I, I just remembered Panther. She played uh, Betty Shabazz. Yeah, 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 she did. After man. Malcolm X. Yeah, I remember that. Okay, I remember that. Listen, she, I mean, you know, when she's in a role, it's really, int- you can tell, like, when she walks in, it levels up a bit. It just does. Yeah, and yeah. she's very intense. I know she's on the show, like, 911 on TV. I'm like, instant credibility. Instant, man, because it's like she bringing it. And it's like yeah. she is just always going to be very, very good in it. Like, in Jumping the Broom. It's not one of my favorite movies, but it's like, you I, like, can tell. I like that. I like that movie. But, but and I didn't say it to be uh, pejorative. It's just especially more like when him. she said, "We own slaves." That's like, that, was, that was that was wild, man. Hey, Angela. Okay, you know, but <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> I mean, black folks is wild, I, man. I, that, I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, I guess it. Guess it was. Jeez, it's <laughs> harsh. Jeez, sorry. Go on, man. Sorry, no, go I mean, on. I mean, I, I, forgot, I forgot about that line. I think I pushed it out of my brain. But thanks, Ed. but we want to make sure that we give her her flowers. But yeah, she, if she if she's in a movie, man, you you at least watch it for a little bit. You know, what I'm saying you'll check it out because you know she's going to do do excellent roles, man. So you know, we know it's not an Oscar, uh, but we do want to dedicate this episode and this week of Women History to you. As I got us next week, I might do it. I'm doing it for the end of the month. You ever heard a guy named Oscar Michaud? No. So apparently he we'll do a some feature on him. I talked to Doc, Dr. Williams about it. So it's a black guy who was the first, uh, pretty much the first black filmmaker. Okay. And some rumor that he's the person who the Oscars are actually named after. Oh, okay. Crazy, All right? right? We, I'm gonna, we, I'm we, gonna look we, that up. Yeah. We get back, yeah. get out to that. Oscar Michaud. Okay. Okay. So is I missed anything today? No, I think we covered it all. Yeah, we had a nice jam-packed episode, man. So thank you for checking out the SDP. Make sure you leave us a review. If you listen on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, whatever allows you to leave us five stars. I mean, just leave the rest alone. Just five works, right? As I mean, you know, four, I mean, you might as well give us a five. Three, two, one, we are not that bad. I mean, all these these Bluetooth jokes were hitting today, okay? We got to, we uh, need to, man. I see everybody out there, man. Got a, got a Bluetooth commercial. Maybe we need to get a Bluetooth commercial. I mean, that's brave, bro. It's like, I mean, I want to do I have to ask you, like, so, I mean, do you have a problem? Do you want to just, or was it just like you getting a check? I, I, I don't think I could do that. You know what I mean? It's like, no, nah, I don't, I don't want to associate it with my name. Well, bro. if you do, if you do it right, like, have you seen this is cat big job out there, man? Mm-hmm. He does, like, he, he does his little, his little skits. But then he'll put in a little Bluetooth ad in. Oh there. yeah, yeah. He, I think he they are hilarious. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gotta be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, if you do it right, it, yeah. I guess you are like whatever. Come yeah. by the crib and see there. You know what yeah. I mean? Yes, sir. Come, yes, sir. come check it out. Okay, not me though. So uh, thanks for checking out the Super Duper podcast. Make sure you follow us online. Let's HP53Productions.com for our merch. Guys, make sure you take care of yourselves and each other. Hey, mama, this is the Super Dupa Podcast. Or do the K stand for kamikaze? The J silent is everywhere. You can feel I'm falling. Sure, lately I've been up late with what? demons in my basement trying to get me to hate this. What? Life thinking I should be further and then I choke up. As soon as I got silent, then the truth spoke up. This said, How you know you ain't perfect? Let that soak up and soak in. You know how you know that you blessed. I woke up.